0: Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education.
1: Hello everyone, I am Katie Patrick. joined by David, the Disney Fierazzo. What? All right, we'll get to that in a moment. But first, a quick shout-out for Freedom Project Academy. It is our K-12 Judeo-Christian online school, and we're enrolling students. We're still doing it for this upcoming fall. I know you're thinking it's summertime, but now is the time to request your free packet by going to freedomforschool.com. That's school.com. All right, I teased the Disney David. It is Disney Day over here, David. And we have a Disney employee who's gone viral after he's seen sporting a mustache and wearing a fairy godmother dress, Mm. all while helping little girls become princesses. Makes sense, doesn't it, David? Yes,
2: well, if it's Disney, it does make sense, sadly, and this has been years. So, the headline says, Disturbing Man in a Dress Welcoming Children to Disneyland Princess, Princess Boutique Sparks Outrage on Twitter. So what's this all about? Who is this guy? All right, apparently uh, it's a TikTok clip that was unleashed to the public and a man uh, in a dress was, you know, welcoming small children. What could go wrong? Um, Now he's in a full princess costume. There's Nick. Look at that. Doesn't Nick look sweet and innocent? And of course it went viral on social media. The original video racked up more than 7 million views. And it's still increasing, by the way. That might not even be the latest number. But let's take a look at this first video. Watch.
3: Look at my fairy godmother. He's so cute. I'm ready for my pixie dust. So my name's Nick. I'm a fairy godmother's apprentices. I'm here to shop you around and
4: make all your selections for the day.
2: Nick the fairy godmother and the kids just going along with it hey, this is my fairy godmother katie you have young well, children yeah
1: i don't know what i'm more shocked at the nick mustache man in his dress or the cost of those dresses <laughs> those princess dresses at 250 dollars here's what's going to happen and it's been happening you're in that situation the little girl doesn't know any better because she's probably three and so she's just <laughs> like i'm here for my dress she
2: sounded a little bit older
1: the little girl. Yeah. Okay, four, <laughs> five anyway, and a half. Come the on, adult, the w- the one behind the camera. What do you do in that situation? And because now we as a society have been trained to not say anything, go along to get along is is what's been happening. But this is nothing new. This is what Disney Disney's been doing, and especially Disneyland. I mean, it's basically, California. It, it's California yeah. number one. It's Disney number two. Basically, the Disney heir. Grand is it granddaughter or great granddaughter? Is all about saying how Walt would have approved of this. Mm, I doubt it. I don't highly think doubt so. it. Um, but they really shifted all their inclusivity already back. T- what was it? 2019, four years ago.
3: The addition of a fifth key, the key of inclusion, a key that unlocks even more potential within our company by amplifying the others. Because to create a world where everyone belongs, where each person is treated with respect, we must work together to reimagine tomorrow. We're building a Disney with more diverse stories and experiences. A Disney with more accessible products and authentic voices. A Disney where our cultures unite us, not divide us, and where each cast member is empowered to speak up, team up, take action, and ensure equality in every way. The key to unlocking this is working together, because together we can create cultural transformation and allyship to improve the lives of all our cast members and communities for years to come. The key of inclusion.
2: Inclusion, DEI is taking over corporate America and the entertainment industry. And DEI, by the way, inclusion, diversity, uh, equity and inclusion. Did you see how many rainbow flags and posters and banners there were on those children's every time they showed a children's parade or whatever, an event outside rainbow everywhere. But Katie, hmm. no mention of the Bible.
1: No, I didn't see any nuns Nowhere. walking in the parade just, just either. Rainbows it, everywhere. The, it, and this is just what every company is doing and what every facet. Not everyone many 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 too many corporations (laughs) are doing they are bowing down and when you bow down or you kneel down like it says in the bible that's that's submission Mm -hmm. and so they are submitting to what this rainbow mafia is telling them to do instead of just letting it be alone this bibbidi-bobbidi boutique is just but one example that has been infiltrated within all of the Disney Corporation, it's the latest example of letting, you know, an, a, an employee for a company make the decision to wear a certain outfit. He is an employee. Mm-hmm. Disney easily could say, this is your job. This is the costume you wear. Because that's what they do. All the, every, I've, I've talked to people who work at Disney. When they come to the park, some days they don't know what their job is. And so they get told to go to costuming for a certain position that they may be in. Nick there was like, I am going to make a statement. I am going to wear this dress and be at the Bibbidi-Bobbidi boutique. How do you know it was him and not the uh, he, decision? He, he would be the one who had said, I would want to wear that dress because they have all the costumes that are available for all the different positions. So he's the one who put forth the desire for it. It's not like Disney said, no, hey, Nick, sorry. You were a pirate yesterday. Today you're in in the boutique. So they are letting the employees dictate what they do instead of the actual company, put their foot down and do what Walt Disney would have wanted, which is actually to create a magical place for children to be safe in, not to be confused.
2: Yeah, there were lots of uh, things in that video that we saw the, the original one or the second video. There was a shout out to the um, LGBTQ. They're all over the place actually, not just a shout out. You also saw a shout-out to Marxism. You also saw the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation. Um, so a lot of things that would seem to go against American or family values. But we have some, here we go, here we go. Let's look, look at this, Katie. It says, uh, Disney Parks blog. Our new approach provides greater flexibility with respect to forms of personal expression surrounding gender-inclusive hairstyles jewelry nail styles costume choices and allowing appropriate visible tattoos oh
1: of course just again just what walt would have wanted this is what walt would have wanted <laughs> again this is them bowing the knee to the mafia instead of yeah, them saying yeah. well you don't have to be employed here then if you don't want to wear the costume we have a we have a yeah. rule wear no visible tattoos we we who are the adults in the room walt is gone Roy is gone. We're left with the granddaughter or whatever, whoever she is, and she's all like, "Woo, let's do this!" And the ones who were actually the CEO, you know, and the heads of them—yeah, this is Bob Iger. Is he doesn't care. This is what he likes.
2: What's just as fascinating about this whole thing, Katie, that this is really kind of taking over the public square in a way in culture. It's definitely immersed. <laughs> um, what percentage again of America is LGBTQ?
1: At this point, we don't know. But I mean, it used to it used to be like less than a percent.
2: Yep, and then it jumped and up then, to two and a half, then a couple three, percent. Three, and then, but
1: it depends. Are you talking to the teenagers? Because then it's like twenty five percent.
2: Well, they think they, they are teenagers. Think according think to you know teenagers. Of yes, and so stuff. it depends
1: on which survey. But like. Yeah.
2: The truth is
1: (laughs) zero, but okay.
2: All right, well, still to come, a cartoon on Disney+, Plus aimed at preschoolers, teaches children about equity, explaining that everyone needs equal outcomes. Hmm, we're gonna talk about that next.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Take back your kid's education, FPA's fully accredited classical curriculum provides live, on-demand and homeschool courses built on Judeo-Christian values. Request your information packet and save 10% on tuition by visiting freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, school.com.
1: To keep on rolling with the Walt Disney train, since in case you didn't know, Walt Disney loved trains. He did, and that's why you can go in the Magic Kingdom on a full train ride. Anyway, uh, so we're gonna go right onto the streaming service known as Disney Plus. You may have heard of it. They have a cartoon episode of Ready for Preschool, which recently featured was featured in the news, and it uh, it's teaching toddlers that you know life and all that. It's all about. Quitty. now a minute and a half long the learn about fairness episode of ready for preschool by disney jr it features you know all the classic disney characters uh, mickey and minnie and pluto and goofy the the classics um but it's talking about how equality isn't equity and we need equity so here you go
2: but some of the time equality just doesn't make things fair and we're at the orchard, picking apples we can share Cause Some of us are short, some of us are tall So I might need a big boost, while you need none at all And when everybody gets whatever help they need to succeed That's called equity, come share a snack with me We'll use equality it's got to be fair, fair, fair to do fun. We'll take a ride on bikes, equity, we'll make it right. So it's fair, 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 and it's fun. It's fun. Shout it's got- out to con- to socialism and <laughs> <Yeah>. what?
1: <laughs> it's got to be fair to be fun, they say. It's got to be fair to be fun. So and who so, makes it
2: fair? Who decides what fair what is? What
1: does fair mean? In, in their minds, <laughs> yeah. fair isn't, hey, you get equal opportunity initially. It's what the end result has to be. Everyone has to be the same. Everyone has to be the same. St- okay, equal as outcomes. A, as a fellow short person, because they were talking about the apple orchard and as someone who works in an apple orchard, uh, instead of like maybe someone helping the shorter person out, teamwork, it's like, no, everyone has to get propped up so we're exactly all the same height. How about uh, me, the short person, just does a different job too. Why can't I be special and get my own job because I'm short and a tall person get their own job because they're tall? What's wrong with that? No, we can't have that. Everyone must be the exact same height. And they're doing this under the guise for our little preschoolers. You take something like height. Oh, that seems fine. Okay, it's all happy, go lucky. But then pretty soon it's gonna be everything else. This is, that's the gateway for them. And Disney Plus knows this. The Disney company knows this. Let's get the preschoolers. Let's use Mickey yep. and Minnie. And yep. let's use something, okay, height in an apple orchard. That's good. Kids understand apples. And so then they got them.
2: I'm, I'm thinking about this application in basketball. You, yeah. You, you, you've got kids that, are, that, that shoot up to, I don't know, you know over six feet, six, five, and, and taller. Mm-hmm. They're going to play uh, center or forward on the basketball yep. team. There are kids... That are just going to be around five, five, seven, five, eight, five. They're going to be the guards. Is that wrong? Is that a problem? Do you need the guards to be able to play center? Uh, I mean, I'm just, maybe that's not a good example, but I'm thinking, okay, they use the example of height. Pluto couldn't reach the apples.
1: It's, and maybe there could have been a different job for Pluto. But hey, Muggsy Bogues back in the day, he didn't care about height. Oh, my goodness. And he didn't, they didn't put stilts on him to make him the same height as, well, if, I don't think him and Shaq weren't around at the same time, but like, (laughs) God blessed you with your talents. God blessed you with your height. And as I like to say, God lets us grow until we're perfect. Some of us just get there sooner than others.
2: That's really good. That's really, you've been using that for a long time. Oh, for a long time I've been using
1: that. Well, anyway, when we come back, we have a Texas school that is begging for forgiveness after sending little kids home with a Winnie the Pooh book that talks about how to survive a school shooting. Stay with us.
0: Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D. EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company.
1: Winnie the Pooh. David, what's the first thought in Win- your mind when you hear Winnie the Pooh?
2: Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Winnie. The, I don't.
1: Honey. Honey. Oh, the Pooh. That's,
2: oh my goodness! I've been on the show for a while.
1: Is all about honey but not any longer because now he's about school shootings. What we have. Yep. He's, he's going to keep you safe though. He's about staying safe from school shootings and a Texas elementary school, uh, let children be sent home with a book so that they could find out about this. So the book is called stay safe. And then it says, if there is danger, let Winnie the Pooh and his crew show you what to do. Run, hide, fight. So Dallas, this is out of Dallas school children. were introduced to a, the new cartoon book that features the beloved yellow bear and his honey, and it's teaching them how to run, hide, and fight. That if a gunman were to breach the school, now uh, Praetorian Consulting is a law enforcement consulting firm in Houston. They're the ones who produced the book to help students and teachers, as they say, be prepared to appropriately respond to active, active shooter events while waiting for police to arrive. Now, here's the real situation with this and why it's being controversial is that the book was kind of sent home and you're like oh it's winnie the pooh and so some parents started honey honey there you go they're like oh it's about honey no some parents (laughs) just started reading the book and didn't realize initially like oh i need to prep my elementary age child before i just talk about shooting at, at a school right here's one of the pages which you know, you can agree with how to present it See? or not. It's just that the, some of the parents weren't aware. So one of the pages says, if danger is near, do not fear. Hide like Pooh does until the police appear. Doors should be locked and the passage blocked. Turn off the light to stay out of sight. We should all hide without making a sound in a place where we cannot be found. If we have cell phones, make sure to turn off all tones, which I don't think that needs to be. I mean, if this is for elementary, they should not have cell phones. Yeah, that right. age. But we know yeah. we need that in this age. So, let's see what some of the parents had to say about this.
4: Mother Cindy Compost calls a children's book Dallas ISD sent home to her two elementary boys tone deaf. It's sad that we're normalizing it in a Winnie the Pooh book. The picture book is titled, Stay Safe, Run, Hide, Fight, while using Winnie the Pooh characters, outlining what to do if there is an active shooter on campus. Compost says her son's school, Leslie A. Stemmons Elementary, hands out take-home books frequently, but this one from last week caught her off guard, starting with the first
3: page. You're braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think. It's just kind of a uh, gut punch where you know where this is coming and where this is going to go.
4: Campos immediately became emotional and says her son Bowie became confused. The two read, "Run like a rabbit, hide like Pooh, and fight like Kanga and Roo do. The page where Pooh is hiding in a honey pot, it says, "If danger is near, do not fear. Hide like Pooh does until the
1: police appear."
2: I'm still a little confused on the fight part of it for, for young, young children like that this They're age.
1: supposed to fight like the kangaroos do, yeah.
2: How do the kangaroos fight? Food-a-mole, like kind of like boxing and yeah. jumping and hopping They'd... and... I
1: Correct. So that is the issue is... So the book, as you saw there, it has the illustrations of the Hundred Acre Woods characters and it has the messages that they had just said. But it's, I mean... They uh, the, the, the passages that I read there are accurate, but for elementary age kids yeah. in the guise of, oh, it's Winnie the Pooh, like it, it's, it's going to confuse them <laughs> and it could scare them. And some of the parents were also saying that, that, you know, children, they're trying to say that the kids won't be scared by it, but the parents needed a little bit more warning of like, well, what's going on? This is coming home. Yeah. Like how to, how to actually like present it Oof. because- As you saw, they apparently give these books out frequently. And if you don't look at it, again, parents, as always, we need to be so vigilant these days. Like, you can't just put something on the TV and let your kid watch whatever it is, because it's Disney, it's Winnie the Pooh, which is actually Disney now. But it's all infiltrating messages that you need to decide for you as a parent, do you want your children to get them or not? And the schools are just going to put it out there and not give any warning. Now, of course, we did have a response from the school. Oh. Because parents were like, hey, why did you send this home and not give us any warning? Okay.
2: Let's hear it. <clears throat> Let's hear it. La, 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 la.
1: The Dallas Independent School District, in a statement, said recently a booklet was sent home so parents could discuss with their children how to stay safe in such cases. Unfortunately, we did not provide parents any guide or context. We apologize for the confusion and are thankful to parents who reached out to assist us in being better partners.
2: Guide or context, a couple important things there. Just a couple.
1: Yep. But all right, finally, we're going to get to a fun story out of California. What? Fun in California? Uh Free library book is returned after being checked out for just, you know, a whole century. Uh, You're going to want to stick around for this little tale. It's quite the page turner.
0: If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free
2: Fun story, California, an overdue book returned to a California library after nearly 100 years, according to reports. The fine would have totaled over (laughs) $1,700 for one one book. So the book was returned to the library after being checked out for nearly 100 years. It was called A History of the United States by Benson Lossing, and it was due back at the St. Helena Public Library in Napa Valley, February 1927.
4: So it doesn't have a spine anymore. (laughs) This library book is in bad shape, but can you blame it? It's seen a lot over the last 141 years. One of my staff members brought it, um, came up and said, oh, somebody had returned that book. and um they thought it was really cool it was a really old book and we didn't realize quite how old it was um it's falling apart falling apart and passed due to the saint helena library by 96 years all of us are just you know wondering where the book could have been for so long you know from checked out in 1927 and actually um none of us have seen us a library book that was checked out in 1892 or anything else and to have it be from this library from that far back Is really incredible. In fact, the book is older than the library as we know it today. Published in 1892, it was one of the first books available back when the library was a subscription service. Think of it like the Netflix of its day, 25 cents a month to check out books. Had someone wanted to browse its pages, they would have done that here. This was the Reading Room in 1886. And this is what the library looked like in 1927 after it became public.
2: Wow, wow. things have changed at the school library. I'm sure there, there were no drag queens, no mention of drag queens there back in, what was it, 1927? Uh, yeah, I mean, just imagine
1: 100 out. years from now, you know, and we're in 21, 23, and someone's gonna return a book. You know, the, the queer story they're gonna come <laughs> in with, or uh, a gay polyester, a high school romance. They're going to return then oh my name is like jazz this, my name yeah or whatever oh they, i hope that book's it, not
2: around anymore
1: they're going to return this and say wow this is this is this is what you need to read now yeah. instead of oh that book that's about history of the united states i you know what yes. we might as well burn it because i'm well, sure there's bad content. Yeah, i it was anyway. just
2: going to say that because that i mean they really. said in that report that was one of the first books written on the topic 1892 so you know that book has accurate history you will not get that in the government-run schools and the curriculums of the textbooks have all been changed you know the publishers have gone off but it's been edited so I would love to see the (laughs) history in that book from 18 was
1: it 92? Yeah, with, American yeah, history. Long, long, long time ago. And wow. here's the thing, though. It's California. So now that people know about it, they are going to try and probably go attack and burn that book. I'm just yeah. saying it's probably going to happen, unfortunately. But I am glad to see a book return to its home. Yes. Make sure you return your library books, everyone. Keep the libraries free so you can check out those books a hundred years from now, I guess. All right. Well, if you are a fan of this show, please if you could like, if you could comment, if you could share, that would be delightful. We'd very much so appreciate yes. it. And of course, thank you. do not forget to check out Freedom Project Academy for the fall. Freedom, for school.com, that'll get you started. Now for David and myself, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And thank you for supporting what we do. Until next time, stay educated.
0: Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel, hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo makeup and hair by katie shoal graphics designed by dan Kaler. educated is owned by freedom project media see other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the freedom project media app copyright 2023